You're listening to the Room to Grow podcast, episode 87. I'm Emily Goff, a holistic nutritionist and women's lifestyle coach living in Hamilton, Ontario in Canada. And here on the Room to Grow podcast, I bring you thoughts or guests in areas of nutrition, mindset, lifestyle, and entrepreneurship that will help you gain confidence so you can stress less and elevate yourself to create the life you love. We are not here to do things perfectly, but we are here to learn from each other and to grow with lots of self-love and compassion along the way. Let's get started. Welcome back to the Room to Grow podcast today. Uh, Please excuse my voice. I somehow managed managed to pick up a cold basically uh, overnight. I don't really know what happened, but (laughs) anyway, I somehow have like a cold slash cough, so We'll see how this goes, but it it is why my voice is sounding a little bit awkward. I'm sure that you can hear it. Um, I want to talk today about why people pleasing is dishonest. I have gotten so fired up about this topic lately, and it's a lesson that I have had to learn as well, um, as are most things that I discuss on this podcast or things that I'm still learning. And this is still something that is instinctual for me. And I have, I've, I've really had to work hard and have to continue to work hard to change this a little bit. So I, I'm hoping that you're going to relate to this because I, I just talked to so many people who struggle with things like people pleasing. And this is, this is something that can absolutely shift the course of your relationships for the better. If you start being a little bit more true to yourself, because people pleasing is dishonest at its core to both you and to the person that you're trying to please. Like, how can anyone trust your word if you're constantly just being agreeable? Even even though on the inside, you're not necessarily actually agreeing, <laughs> right? Like, can you think of some of, of a time when somebody always seemed to just go with the flow or be super sort of, quote, easygoing, and then you find out later that they were either A, talking shit about you or complaining about doing things that they didn't want to be doing, like you invited them to a party or something and they said yes, and then they told all their friends that they didn't actually want to be there. Um, or B, secretly hated everything that they were saying yes to, just sort of like essentially along the same lines. But this is kind of the problem, right? Like, how does that feel to you? If you find out that you invited somebody to something or that somebody, you know, agreed with you or whatever, but actually felt a totally different way and they only said that way as a way of people pleasing, you feel hurt, you feel cheated you feel like you can't trust that person's word, right? It is dishonest at its very roots. And we want to surround ourselves, I, I would assume, like this is certainly how, who I want to surround myself with, that I want to surround myself with people that I can trust. And I imagine that you would probably want the same thing. And not only that, but we also want to be trusted by others ourselves as too, as well. And we want to really, like people really want to truly feel like they can be themselves unapologetically. So why do we hide behind all of these yeses and then fall for the lie of being super mellow or easygoing? Why is that considered a really positive quality in somebody? being easygoing or mellow. Because a lot of times, I would argue that some of those people end up being the most unhappy people because they're just going with the flow. They're just, you know, doing what everybody else wants to do. They have an opinion, 
they might just have to dig a little bit deeper to get to it because they've spent so many years pleasing everyone around them that they aren't even sure anymore what their opinion is. Like everyone has an opinion. Everyone has an opinion. And being a people pleaser makes you unhappy. It also ends up making those around you unhappy for the most part. So who is it really benefiting? Somebody, somebody please remind me. <laughs> because people pleasing isn't making anyone happy. And look, we have all been there. Like not wanting to piss people off. Um, just not wanting to hurt anyone's feelings. But you aren't for everyone. And that's a good thing. I think I talked about this in the last, uh, in one of the last couple episodes as well. Being a people pleaser is exhausting. It is absolutely exhausting. It's like you're wearing this facade all day that you have to maintain because otherwise everyone will find out what, what the true version of you is. And you're constantly having to try and fit the mold of all the different people who want you to be all the different things. My question to you is when do you get to simply just be you? Like that is exhausting to try and keep that up all the time. You're hiding from the world and people are actually missing out on the most amazing you because you're too busy trying to please everyone else that nobody ever gets to know you. And that's a fucking lonely place to be. That is a lonely place to be. We all want connection with others, like true connection. And that's impossible when we're constantly lying about who we are and how we're showing up in the world. And it also means that you're never trusting anyone else enough to get to know the real you. So there's this huge fear of rejection at the core of people pleasing to some degree, like not wanting to make everyone angry, wanting to make everybody else happy at your own expense. And this fear of rejection and wanting to just be liked, but we're never going to be liked by everyone. And the sooner you can accept that, the better. Because many times people pleasers, in my experience, often end up feeling left out or rejected again, been there. And in my opinion, it's usually because they're mostly mediocre, right? And I don't say that as, as a negative thing because you aren't mediocre, but you're giving off the vibe to everyone around you. If you're just trying to, to people please all the time, you're just going to end up coming across as mediocre because you're trying to be everything to everyone and it comes across as incredibly wishy-washy. And honestly, that's super, an, an super unattractive quality in most people and to most people as well, because then you feel like you never really get to know that person. Like you're missing out on creating lasting bonds and deep relationships and cultivating that true connection. The same can be argued for your business as well. I know that I've talked about that uh, a lot lately on here too, is that when, when we're really honest and we let our, we, we, we let people see even just a sliver of the real version of us, that's going to build connection because it, it's, it's that vulnerability piece, right? And I'm the first one to say, do not air all of your dirty laundry to everyone in your life. Do, do not overshare. Do not, you know, privacy is at a premium these days. And I am the first one to say, Keep whatever cards close to your chest that you need to and don't share everything. But 
in certain instances, there are times where it's really helpful and beneficial to both you and the other person to, you know, maybe share, maybe they're having a hard time and you have um, a story or an experience that they could benefit from hearing. Not in a, not in a comparison way, just in a really genuine, like, Hey, I hear you. I see you. This is what I went through. You're not alone. Right. But when we're just constantly trying to please everyone all the time, and we're just being wishy-washy and we're all over the place, like people pleasing is the equivalent of going through life to me. That This is the example that came to mind to me. People pleasing is the equivalent of going through life with a full body suit of armor on and in a constant battle with yourself and those around you, rather than just taking the armor off, experiencing a few wounds, but then allowing yourself to heal and then you grow stronger as a result. Like, how does that, how does that feel for you? Do you want to just go through life with your armor on and just kind of going wherever, you know, wherever the crowd is going and whatever? That's not who you are. That is not who you are. People pleasing, I feel like sometimes you can see this a lot with romantic relationships as well as with friendships and and business relationships. And it's funny that the one example that came to my head when I thought about this was the, I don't remember the name of it, but the Julia Roberts movie where, oh, Runaway Bride. It's old. It's very old, but it's her and Richard Gere. And uh, she keeps changing how she likes her eggs, depending on who she's involved with. And she just simply decides that she likes her eggs the same way her partner at the time likes them. And then every time she has a new partner or a new potential, you know, fiance or whatever, she decides that she likes her eggs best the way they like their eggs. And it just changes depending on who she's with. Sometimes you'll see this with uh, like activities that somebody's partner is into as well. However, there, I'm not saying that there isn't great benefit to that. Like a lot of times that's how we grow with the person that we're involved with too, is we try new things with them and, and we might love it, right? The difference between trying something new and simply pretending you're into it and, and then you don't actually enjoy any aspect of it, but, but you're giving the impression to your partner that you're loving whatever it is that you're doing together. And that, again, that's dishonest, right? Like another thought here is when you ask someone what they want to do and they say, whatever you want, I get so annoyed. <laughs> I get so annoyed. I have also been guilty of doing that, but I have, I, I've made a conscious decision in the last couple of years to try and say that as little as possible. And to, I try and catch myself when I, when I start to say that, because I'm like, no, I do have an opinion because think about it. If you say, if somebody asks you, what do you want to do? What do you want to do today? And you say, oh, whatever you want. And then they come up with a suggestion. You can feel that reaction in your body, your reaction to their suggestion. And you might feel disappointed or just kind of like meh about it. And that like your body is talking to you. Your body is trying to tell you what you want and you are making the conscious decision to shut it down. And you say, oh, whatever you want. Yeah, whatever you want to do. Even though on the inside, you aren't feeling good about it. And then when you go spend the day doing whatever the activity is that you don't feel good about, you're going to end up feeling resentful of the other person. Oh, well, why do they get to pick everything we do? Because you aren't telling them what you want to do, <laughs> right? We have to, we have to start thinking about this differently. You aren't pleasing anyone when you try to be a people pleaser. 
you aren't pleasing the other person, you aren't pleasing yourself. There's, it, it's just going to breed so much discord into your life. Like, honestly, I, having an opinion is attractive. It's so attractive. Like, make a damn decision and pick something because indecisiveness is not sexy in anyone, whether it's a platonic or a romantic relationship. Like, this applies across the board. It's just attractive in another human being when they can make a decision. And making a decision is going to weed out the people who are a good fit for you or not a good fit for you. Again, I'm talking like platonic or romantic here. Like this goes for like friendships or anything else. Making a decision and being honest about what activities you enjoy and what your opinions are and all of those things, that's going to help you better surround yourself with the people who are going to be the best fit for you and that are going to help you grow the most and are, and you know, that you're going to have the most fun with. And all of those things are so important. Instead, people pleasing just ends up having us surround ourselves with people who are just not necessarily the humans that we would be spending the most time with. But it's scary because if you've been people pleasing for a long time, which again, many of us have been, you may be sitting there right now where you're, as you're hearing this, or maybe you've already started to think about it um, prior to this, you're starting to notice that maybe some of the people surrounding you aren't necessarily 100% your people. But, and, and then it's scary because then you're looking at, you know, potentially losing important people in your life. I'm not saying like cut people out or anything like that. Nothing, nothing that extreme whatsoever. But they might not respond well to you making more of your own decisions. And you have to be prepared for that. And that's where that fear of rejection comes in. But at the end of the day, what's going to make you happier? Just going with the flow and having the resentment build and build and build until it finally explodes? Or maybe having some hard conversations where you are getting very clear and letting the people in your life uh, in on the fact that, you know what, maybe you're not as into that one thing, or you have an opinion about this, and you feel a certain way about something. There's nothing wrong with that. That's a good thing. That is such a good thing. You need to own your opinions. Like, how do you ever, this is always my question, how do you ever really know what a people pleaser wants? Like, it just, it, it's, it's so dishonest at its very core, because you never know what they really want. And that's frustrating. And we can almost sense that in other people. If other people are always just kind of, you know, saying yes to things and not, you know, oh yeah, let's do whatever you want to do today, whatever. How do you know if they're actually even happy? Like I, I've had people in my life before like that, where they would just be very easygoing and so-called mellow. And it would almost frustrate me a little bit because I'd be like, okay, but did you actually really enjoy yourself today? Or did you just say that you did? Because I could tell that they were, that they were just saying yes for the sake of saying yes, that they didn't necessarily mean, mean it. Like I know it kind of gave this example before, but if you ask someone to come to your party and they say yes, but then you found out later that they told their friends, you know, it, or your friends even, that they were dreading it and how much they didn't want to go, would you even invite them next time? And would you trust their word on anything? 
Like you, you want to surround yourself with people that really want to be there. And if you're surrounding yourself with people pleasers who are just showing up because they feel bad for saying no, that isn't good for either one of you. I love this example that Brene Brown, uh, I've, I've heard her use this before, where she gives the example of trust being like a jar of marbles. And every time someone does something small to earn trust, they get another marble in the jar. And it slowly adds up over time, filling up the jar, but it only takes one event, one lie, one situation for the entire jar of marbles to be spilled over and tipped out, leaving no trust remaining. And again, I'm not telling you anything that you don't already know. We've all been in situations where even the smallest thing of trust was broken and we no longer trust that person as much. It doesn't mean that that it's a complete like zero trust after that because it might just be like a smaller uh, lie or something dishonest that came up or a betrayal of some kind. It, it could, you know, there's all, there's a varying scale of that. Some could be smaller, some could be bigger, but regardless, at minimum, you're still scooping some of those marbles out and you don't trust that person as much as you did before. And if you say yes, but you really mean no, it's a dishonest yes. Trust is delicate. Trust is so, so delicate. And do you really want to lose trust in the interest of making a handful of people you don't even necessarily care that much about being happy? Right? I mean, sometimes we are people pleasing with people in our lives that, that are so dear and like near and dear to our hearts. And I'm not saying that that's a bad thing, but I'm suggesting that you start to have some more honest conversations with them because eventually this people pleasing is going to catch up with you. You are going to end up feeling resentment. They are going to feel that, that they aren't quite as close to you. Even if they haven't sensed that yet, they will eventually because it will start to become obvious and they will be able to feel that if you're saying yes to things or just agreeing with things and you don't actually mean it, they will start to sense that. So why not build deeper connections? And yes, there, there is a chance that they might not respond well to you having certain opinions. That is a chance. But how do you want to live? Do you want to live kind of in your truth and in integrity and standing up for what you believe in and, you know, doing the things in life that you want to do? I'm not saying you can't compromise. Compromise will always be a part of any relationship. Again, like platonic or romantic. But there's a difference between compromise and dishonesty and just pleasing people for the sake of pleasing people. And we, you really need to unpack that and dig into that and to, to see where you might need to have some more honest conversations in your life. Because if we're talking about relationships that are very important to you, not just acquaintances or, or people that you aren't even close with, trust them enough to show up as the true version of you. Give them that trust. And yes, they might break it. They, they might, they might also love that version of you even more than they already do. Like stop making the assumption that you already have that other person entirely figured out and instead love them enough to give them the benefit of the doubt to make their own decision. And then you have to be comfortable with letting the chips fall. And if it doesn't work out, then maybe it wasn't the right relationship for you anyway. 
And you both likely would have been miserable and exhausted in the long run. Again, I'm talking about like, like friendships here too. Like this, this applies across the board. And in instances that are maybe situations that are, are more delicate, like someone asks an opinion about something like, do you like their new outfit or their new hairstyle? Any, this is just like a basic example, but any topic that could kind of hurt their feelings, if you feel maybe that you don't really like their outfit or that their hairstyle maybe doesn't suit them, don't be unkind, but don't lie either. Like most people actually do appreciate honest feelings and opinions. And if they don't, then they didn't actually want an honest answer to begin with. And maybe they aren't the right kind of person to be in your life anyway. Like, think about that. If somebody asks you a question like that about, you know, their new outfit or something like that, there, there are instances where maybe we just are seeking validation and we don't actually want an honest opinion, but we're seeking validation. And that's on the other person to figure out why they need that validation. If they like that outfit, they should be happy wearing that outfit. Like if you are comfortable and you feel like a rock star in that outfit, you rock that outfit. Who gives a fuck what anyone else thinks, right? But then if you're asking someone else's opinion and you're kind of like, oh, like, do you like this outfit? And maybe you're kind of shy about it or something like that. Not that shy is a bad thing. That's, that's a, a poor choice of words, but you're just kind of like timid about it, I guess. And, or you're just, sometimes you'll, you'll run into people maybe that are just kind of like looking to seek compliments too. Like there's so many different variations of this type of situation, but at the end of the day, you can only do you and you need to be honest. That does not mean don't be kind, be kind, but be honest at the same time. And there are ways to do that. That's going to take practice. Um, and that's something that, that you really have to explore and figure out. But I, I personally would rather be honest than to give someone an untrue answer. And again, with kindness, that's the, the kindness piece is so important throughout any of this. You can say no to an event and still be kind about it, but also don't take that to mean that no is not a complete sentence either. You don't have to justify yourself if we're talking about those kinds of situations. Like if somebody asks you to event an event, you can just say no. And you don't need to apologize either. You do not need to say sorry. You can refer back to, I'll, I'll reference it in the show notes. I just did an episode um, a couple of weeks ago about sorry, but stop apologizing. <laughs> and that, that one is definitely uh, worth checking out for sure. But People pleasing is a great way to be left feeling utterly helpless. Like life is happening to you rather than for you. And I guess what I want to leave you with is that you make the rules of your own life. So stop giving away all of your power and start living the life that you choose. And that might take some practice. That, that might take some time. That might take, you know, a few honest answers uh, leading up to kind of starting to eliminate the people pleasing on a, on a bigger and deeper level. But just make sure that you are doing things for you and that you are being really honest with the answers that you give people because easygoing 
is, is not necessarily a positive quality. It's not necessarily a positive quality. You have an opinion, you just aren't sharing it. So make sure that you're, that you're doing that. I have actually really enjoyed this episode. I love this topic. Um, so if you guys have any other opinions on this, I would love to hear from you. Make sure to jump over to the Room to Grow podcast Facebook group. Um, it's linked in the show notes. You can also just search Room to Grow podcast on your Facebook uh, search bar. And if you have somebody in your life that you feel would benefit from this, um, if you really enjoyed this episode, I would absolutely love it if you would screenshot it and share it on Instagram. Um, I'm over at Emily Goff Coach. Make sure to tag me so that I can thank you in real life. And I'm so thankful for you tuning in and listening. Um, it still amazes me every time I release an episode and people listen to it. And I'm like, wow, that is just the coolest thing in the world. <laughs> so thanks so much for listening. And we'll be back on Thursday. Thanks so much for listening to the Room to Grow podcast today. All show notes and references can be found over at roomtogrowpodcast.com. And can you do me one huge favor before you go though? If you can take a, take a screenshot of this episode and tag me on social media, I would absolutely love to see who's listening and get to connect with you and thank you. And if you could leave a review on iTunes, that would go a long way and make such a huge difference. It really helps to get the word out there, get more amazing guests on the show and helps to get all of this information out to the world. Looking forward to growing with you.